This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Hey, you rolling? Yeah. Oh, okay. We took the molly about half an hour ago. It should be. <laughs> what is that like? Do you think? Have you ever done that? Yeah. What is it like? It was okay. It wasn't yeah. worth doing again. I'm not into pill drugs. I did an uh an un- welcome to the show by the way. I did an unmarked Sorry, mom. What I was told was Adderall in college once because I was I had to do it like a 15 page paper at the last second oh yeah i've never done adderall that's that i hear good things but then you hear the bad things and you're like no thanks it just made me very unhappy i would never do drugs fuck me right up let's call my mom and ask her what drugs she's done (laughs) just call my mom every week i bet i could guess i don't want to do that to her she it's so funny because she she texted me after the show shout out to my mama shout out two times Uy, mamá Estela Zaragoza, one time. <laughs> Remember when she made me uh, um, tamales? Oh, yeah. Dude. That was the best Christmas yeah. of my life. I don't there even was remember a, what else happened. There was some tamale politics. Tamalitics. <laughs> <laughs> and pinalitics. In the, in the family. And and uh, yeah, so um, oh no, did I get somebody else's? No, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's just like whenever there's like like uh, family shit going down, things like making tamales and stuff yeah. together go like kind of goes by the wayside. That's the first thing you lose. Yeah, yeah. So there's you know family drama and shit, but you know <laughs> we we still uh, do our own small family tamales. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> And ooh, mama mia, 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 they're so good. Italians do the same thing with lasagna. Yeah. Everyone brings a layer. <laughs> and until you just people, pile it. Until there's a falling out. <laughs> <laughs> until there's a falling out of the spaghetti. What happened to the regatta? <laughs> well, I'm not talking to Steven, that's for sure. A Vincenzo was supposed to bring the mozzarella. <laughs> Yeah, but a Vincenzo slept with my sister. Oh, <laughs> Mamma mia. Everyone in unison. Mamma mia. It's like a state sketch, dude. <laughs> Remember the Popa? Dude. The Popa. Uh, His Holiness the Popa, <laughs> who was a shot, did not die. We love the Popa. Mom, that happened 25 years ago. <laughs> Shut your mouth, you dissing a Popa. <laughs> Fucking Thomas Lennon, dude. Classic shit. I love them. So I said to my mom, I said, right after the episode, I says to my mom, I says. (laughs) Now you sound Italian. (laughs) Well, first of all, she texted me. um, Dynamic Adventure was fun. Is what I said. Okay, mijo. And I said, love you. Yes, of course. Perfect. She's perfect, dude. And she said, nice movies were also, I hoped, a nice way to look at sex. I tried my best, mijo. I love you. And I was like, mom, you're always... I made you watch Ghost with me, mijo. (laughs) 
I made you remember watch the me, clay scene. Remember the clay scene, mijo? Remember, <laughs> remember how that worked, mijo? Because he was a ghost, mijo? <laughs> yeah, mom, I remember. Because Adame Brown, mijo, Whoopi Goldberg was there, mijo. And Patrick Swayze's ghost went into Whoopi Goldberg, mijo. You remember. And then, basically, Demi Moore was having sex with Whoopi Goldberg in that scene. And I know we don't say that. And you don't think about it, mijo. <laughs> But just so you know, mijo, that's what's happening in that scene, mijo. <laughs> and my parents, I would watch, I would watch Married with Children with my parents, yeah. and I would laugh whenever the laugh track yeah. happened. Yeah, and they would be like, "Why do you think that's funny?" <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be like, "What do you think you're like, dude? Is that where you get your like on the spot? Like, what the fuck do you think you're doing?" My shit? parents weren't as weren't ever. I'll tell you this right now, homie. <laughs> my parents, especially my dad, were never ever as mean as I could be. I got like cuttingness from my friend from just trying to survive around my friends. But my mom is like, regardless of how you take it, my mom will just say the most correct, most obviously happening thing that there's there's no denying that. <sighs> That's important, man. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> she was never mean about it though, because she's a genuinely very sweet person. Would people miss? See, <laughs> see here's the here's where like because we're getting right into the nerve of something we were talking about earlier today. Before it's not going to be a started. long conversation. I won't let it. No, there. but it's it's close to that. It's all part of that same discussion about how we were taught to handle moments where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh and how that's such a formative moment for you as yeah, a child. How you're taught to be wrong. How you're taught to react to being wrong or how to be wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh you know TV shows kind of taught you how to be wrong or somebody's interpretation of it. Or someone's interpretation <clears throat> of it. And sometimes they'd get all mixed up and shit and you know whatever, but it really comes down to the formative years, I think. Yeah. And how like you laughing at something on Married with Children <laughs> that you didn't get, but you were laughing because they were all laughing. Yeah. And your parents going like, "But what exactly are you laughing at?" <laughs> How is a really you know? good moment because yeah. they're saying like you're not doing something right really right now but you're having a fun time and you're a kid kind of you're they would never say this but kind of you're being a little fake you're being right a now. little fake right and now. imagine as an adult oh. from like 22 Damn. to on beyond 93 to infinity on and beyond um, Batman on and beyond <laughs> starring uh, James Willis <laughs> Uh, imagine telling a 23 year old you're being a little fake right now dude i know that was my that was my entire group of friends you're lucky be like duck, rich dude. you're being fake that's some lucky duck shit you had a part of them lucky you were part of that lucky duck club which brings us to our first sponsor lucky the duck. lucky duck club <laughs> Let me pull and up. it's a monthly sub subscription. Let me club. pull up a, the the song. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Jack Club. <laughs> Every month, get a duck. You ever slip in your own shit and wonder where where the uh, why the fuck you're such a dumb clumsy piece of shit asshole? Well, why don't you come down to Lucky Duck? Why don't you get some Lucky Duck? Hey, Lucky Duck Lucky Club. Duck club. 
You keep a lucky duck in your pocket, and I guarantee you're not gonna be a clumsy dumb shit anymore. <laughs> you fucking klutz. Get a lucky duck, you dumb idiot. You fucking moron. You lucky duck. What is that? It's the lucky duck. What is it? The wicked. Why would you pay for that? Because if you're unlucky, maybe the lucky duck will help you out. Holy Dude, shit. Um, but I was going to say that. Uh, <laughs> that <is> so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I, like, you know, you, like, did you watch Roseanne when you were young? Mm -hmm. So I like. Roseanne, I, Rosanna, Dana. Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana. And, you know, we can we we're not talking about current Roseanne. We, we we're talking about the glory days of that fucking show, uh -huh. which was like amazing. But I didn't see it until I was like older yeah and then i was like whoa are there families like that mm -hmm. that like call each other out on their shit <laughs> and like make fun of each other and pull pranks on each other and yeah. shit uh -huh. but it's all done in love and kindness and like it's annoying because it's like oh dad doing his dad jokes and shit yeah but it like really seemed like the kind of ideal family unit where I mean, you know, certainly not for everybody. Some people want the full house thing keep, where everything's right. kind and clean. Nobody and... on full house ever kept each other in check. No. And Michelle no one ever... would cry and then they'd be like, why is Michelle crying? And then music would play. Na, 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 <laughs> well, maybe what I figured out at the end of the day was. Well, Michelle, I hope you <laughs> learned a lesson today. I hope you learn why cleaning is important. Yeah, I hope you understand that two oranges isn't too many oranges for you. <laughs> No one watched Full House knows how to take criticism as a, as a grown up. You know, Michelle. <laughs> I'm too <laughs> And you know what they say. But, like, uh, yeah, I, and so I didn't realize that, like, fucking. Uh, you know, there was, there was, there was two family units being represented in television. Well, actually kind of three almost. Cause there was the satirical version of Roseanne, which mm -hmm. was married with children. I think. Yeah, uh -huh. Cause that's not real. Hopefully. <laughs> no, that was like a way over the, that a was little like bit pro wrestling family. <laughs> right. But Roseanne seemed closer to a family unit like that, mm -hmm. where you kind of call each other out on your shit and you joke around and like, you, it's a, cause I meet people who talk about how their families were like that. Right. And it was like, whoa, cool. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of family unit is one that breeds an adult that understands that sometimes you call people out on their shit. Sometimes you protect yourself in a way that's like, you know, a little bit not so candy sweet, like you know, not yeah. so coddled, like fucking right. full house. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying be verbally abusive to kids. No, and I'm also not saying call people out when they're yeah. doing, you know, whatever. Or th there's no call to action. We're just talking about the way people are. You know who I I come to, who comes to mind is uh, Red from that '70s show. Yeah, like yes. Eric would just wander upstairs and say something high and stupid, and he'd be like, "Dumbass!" Dumb <laughs> <laughs> like you need that, and it yeah. does. You know. Nobody's parenting style is perfect, but I'm I'm just so glad I got called out. <laughs> and that show was brilliant because they they took the two family units and they put it into one show because the mom on that show was like the full house mom kind of. Yeah, never wanted anything bad. Yeah, no conflict, yeah. just a sweet lady. And then every once in a while she'd go like, "Fuck you!" Or whatever, and it'd be like, "Whoa!" 
and she'd be awesome. And, and that show was great. But Red was like totally the Roseanne like dad. Right. Like the guy that's like, you're a dumbass. And yeah. like, stop being a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And his way of parenting was very much like, I'm going to treat you like an adult when you're a kid. Right. So that when you're an adult, you're like more than equipped to be an adult. Right. You know, and it's like some people, they get the full house treatment a little too long. Yeah, that's why it's good when you have two or more parents. Yeah. Or two or more parents that are like at least differently. Right. Right. You know, that are different. You yeah, know? yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, there's also the benefits. And again, I'm not saying that like living that full house kind of like, you know, saccharine, sweet kind of like treat everyone with the utmost respect kind mm-hmm. of thing isn't really necessarily that bad. Right, right, right. But, you know, for me, it's, it's like... It's nice to, to feel like you have a nice, safe home. Totally. And and a family and again, unit that's yeah. like respectful and tight and, and, and not based in anything gross or like fucked up, you know? Sure. <laughs> it would be ideal to be ideal. But for me, it's <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I think that makes you... Especially if you want to be like a creative, mm-hmm. I feel like it's helpful to kind of like be able to take criticism exactly. and not always think that everything you do, everything you shit out is going to be gold. Right. That's super. And then that gets into like, you know, the way where art is and uh, how it's seen and passed around on social media and stuff. It's so ingrained in us to like, do stuff every day in order to be a successful YouTuber. You have to do this many videos a day sometimes. And sometimes you need to like it, it, you need to make it when it needs to be made. Right. Not just because it's Wednesday. You know what I mean? Right. And to get your whole fucking life experience and to say something in, in the thing Mm -hmm. is, is I just think it, it holds more weight than, and and to be able to like i just love doing stand up to strangers and you say something and either they laugh or they fucking don't <laughs> and when they don't it sucks right. so much but then you tweak it and work on it to the point where like they laugh right and that feels <clears throat> like you're you're doing something and you criticize yourself and you listen to other people's criticism that you take with a grain of salt and you're able to turn that unpolished turd into a good right thing, right it, it you makes know? you a better observer a better artist a better person i right. think because then you're like you know i guess it comes down to like how much you want how much effort you want to put into the type of person that you are mm-hmm. like do you want to be better at a or b and do you know you need to be better at a or b but you don't really have people around you telling you that you need to be better at a or b yeah and sometimes it's an energy thing like totally you don't, you don't have the energy because it, it's draining to look critically at yourself oh totally and then and frightening to, to turn and then to not get lost in that and to turn it around to something productive right like i'll be critical of myself and then i'll move past it and try to like improve that all takes a lot of energy yeah and sometimes you don't have that because there's pandemic or you're on drugs or whatever you know so you understand why it's why it's a lot but it's just good i admire people who can look at themselves critically and yeah and then whatever fart noise come but i will say this (laughs) if you're one of those people that struggles a lot mm-hmm. with like you know that kind of stuff then maybe you can get lucky duck. <laughs> lucky duck lucky 
Ducks is the latest. Uh, this script is old. Thank you, Ducks. Why does he give me this fucking old script? This is. What the fuck is this? He sent this to me at 3 a.m. You think Ducky that's okay? <laughs> think it's okay to send an email at 3 a.m. with the fucking script in it? And it's the old script? You can do this at bread. You just sent me the old script, motherfuckers? I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Thank God we got out. <laughs> He fell into the fucking pit of hell at the end there. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Okay, Mike. Unless you have something. No, I got nothing, man. Dude, do you remember the first time you thought came? <laughs> Let's call your mom. <laughs> uh, do you remember the first time you were hanging out with like a neighborhood friend, <laughs> and you were like, "That's too long to hang out with that person." Like the first friend, you were like, "I can't spend all day with." Them. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I hadn't thought about it in a while. What do you but... remember from it? Because as an adult, you know that there are people who you could spend an hour with. Absolutely. And there are people who you could definitely not spend more than an hour with. Absolutely not. <laughs> and uh, and it's important to, to, to know who those people as, are. Just as soon as possible. <laughs> as soon as you possibly can. Uh, yeah, I had a neighborhood friend who I also went to school with. And we weren't like the closest friends. Uh-huh. And he couldn't have been more different than me yeah like he was like you know we're both mexican kids but he was like way more mexican than me (laughs) (laughs) and uh he was like definitely smoking pot and definitely like doing things like that and i was terrified of that Uh and uh i guess we just hung out because we were neighborhood kids but i remember we would like sit in his room that was absolutely filthy, disgusting. <laughs> with uh, with black light, black velvet posters. Yeah, 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 and like, uh, yeah, absolutely, and like a, con- a curious amount of tin foil, just like all over the place. Oh, that kid like, was doing. What are you doing with that tin foil, dude? What's going on in there? You making a robot? <laughs> you building a mystery in there? <laughs> <laughs> But but I remember we would just sit in there and we would just like watch like monster trucks or something on TV and uh, we'd sit there for like too long Mm -hmm. and then it'd be like, I think I want to go home now, buddy. Can I ask you to pause? Sure. Can I ask you what these monster truck commercials and shows sounded like? (laughs) Do you remember any of that? If you give me a second, I'll pull up exactly that music. I remember there were fast cuts (laughs) and they were always trying to, they were telling you that you only needed, um, you'll pay for the whole chair, but you'll only need the edge. Right, right. (laughs) So on and so forth. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like this. Is this the kind of rock and roll I'm looking for? This is like boogie woogie. No, no. It was I just more need like fuzzy guitar rock. fast. Yeah. No, that's like porn. That's like acoustic monster trucks. What kind of rock we're looking for here? Like metal, like eighties metal. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Go 
Come to the Pasadena Echo Plex. We've got monster trucks. Monster trucks. Monster trucks. We've got monster trucks. We've got monster trucks. We got all your favorite trucks like Stabber. Stabber. The Stabby in the Mouth. We got the Lopus. Lopus. We got Tree Cutter coming down from Arizona. Coming by a chili dog. Stabber faces off against chili dog. We got monster trucks. Come shit in a 32 ounce mountain drink cup. These tires are gonna hit you right in the face. Smell gasoline with your kids. You're gonna lose your mind with all these fucking monster trucks. You're gonna lose your mind around our drivers. Our trucks are gonna crash into your family. <laughs> that's the Sunday. Um. Yeah. That's exactly what it would sound like. And it. And yeah. But. But you know, like. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. Like even. You know how awkward it is sometimes to like end a hang. Yeah. Like, I don't remember that happening as a kid. Especially as a kid, you don't really have excuses <laughs> yeah. unless yeah. you're like, oh, my family says I got to be home for dinner. <laughs> like, oh, you eat dinner at two o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, like mine would be like, oh, let's watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. I got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go home right now. I got to go home right now. And we didn't have cell phones. Yeah. And only the rich kids had pagers. Right. And we would just, I remember at one point I taught myself when I was hanging out with neighborhood kids, like where in the, in the sky, the sun would have to be <laughs> right. Like, fuck, if it gets to that tree, I'm going to be You're gonna in trouble. I'm going to get spunking. But there was like, I would drive right around the neighborhood in my little bike with my boy like the kid from the shining yeah and we'd go get some little caesar's crazy bread fuck yeah man fuck yeah maybe we'd shoot some marbles in the dirt lot like <laughs> behind kmart be one of the 20s <laughs> <laughs> you, extra extra you read all about it come on man it was the streets it was oxnard i got a new sack of marbles dude <laughs> You didn't shoot marbles. No. You didn't do that shit. I'm stuck in my nose and throat. <laughs> we'd shoot marbles. We had the big, giant, big boys, and we had the little ones. And we'd like marbles you know. is uh, spherical pogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like you, there was like a way to like launch them with mm. your hand that could really knock out, <laughs> do some damage, do some damage, and knock your marbles out. It'll go through your and mom's wall. I could wall. never do it. I would always hurt my thumb and. <laughs> That was a real big ghost. I'm getting out of here. I'm taking my big steel marble I thought I could work with. So how does that work? There's a there's a circle and yeah, you gotta Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a million ways to play Marble. What are the chances this works at all? So hey I... Siri? Yeah. Siri not available. So, here's what I Siri think. Here's what I think. <laughs> you have your bag of marbles and you got your good ones and you got your okay ones. And you put out your okay ones and then you battle. And if you get knocked out of this circle or whatever, friends can keep your fucking marbles. That's my understanding. Yeah. So so if you brought out your your best shit, you better be ready to fucking lose it. Give me some soothing music. Okay. Some royalty-free soothing music. <laughs> How to play marbles. 
We've got a monster truck marbles. Your favorite truck, baby killers here. <laughs> that's actually that's actually funnier. <laughs> Dude, I got an idea. I got baby an idea. Killer. I got an idea. So play that. Play that music. Okay. is to hit one of the marbles in the center and knock it out of the circle if the player knocks a marble out then they get to keep the marble for the rest of the game the rest they of also life. get to take another turn <laughs> if no marble is knocked out of the circle the other player then gets a turn chili dog faces off, off against marble, marble keeper, Stay tuned. I fucking love that movie. So good. But I think the guy was a alleged child molester. <laughs> well, Jeffrey Jones. Is that Je- his name? Jeffrey Jones played the devil, rightfully so. And dude, Eugene Levy's in that. He's like, remember, he's like the guy with the eyebrows, and he's like, I- 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 I'm trying to get the- <laughs> You know what I'm Yeah. I don't know. I'm well, I right, right, right. Dude, what was that Eugene Levy <laughs> Eugene Levy movie where he was like (laughs) (laughs) and his his eyebrows are going up and down like crazy well we had to we had to (laughs) it was right here I mean (laughs) dude that movie was fucking tight though because it was fucking John Ritter yeah that was like very 90s movie super John Ritter for sure yeah, yeah, and uh, God, what a dude! He, he was every movie he was in. Remember, he was in Problem Child. He's the dad in Problem Child. I wonder Child. How, how much fucking money that guy had. I hope he had a lot. Stuff residual. He starred in a bunch of movies, hit movies. Yeah. Uh huh. Problem Child was a hit. Problem Child Two. Three's Company was a hit. Three's Company Two. Two's Company, which was the end of one that died. song. <laughs> and, then, and then the spinoff One's Company. Was there ever an episode about them having a threesome? That was the horniest show on television, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It was like and it was under the under the disguise of like one of those they were like just happy days shows. Yeah. But it was really horny. I don't remember the premise enough to be like that, they hooked up at one point. Well, that show really like like confused me. <laughs> that show bothered my my sexual oh, dude. growth. We weren't we weren't we didn't have any the receptors to pick up on what that show was putting not at all but then we'd watch it and we'd be like okay i i see like these like pretty girls Mm -hmm. and they're like trying to like maybe give him a kiss (laughs) and 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 but he's like doesn't want it for some reason and it makes his eyes dizzy and he gets real scared and it doesn't make any sense to me. And he's falling over the couch every time they try to give him a kiss on the cheek. And it's like every fucking episode has some like super hot babe trying to bang him. Yeah. And he's just scared of them. What if on one of the episodes he was just like, I'm gay, dude. Fuck Maybe, off. Maybe, but that's the thing. I don't think he was gay. I think he was, he was just terrified of women or something. Yeah. 
And these beautiful women, like all these women. And Mr. Furley was the shit, man. He was the guy. Oh, wow. He was like their landlord. He's the Yeah, I think he was their landlord. <laughs> you come in with his big old eyes. Dude, every actor in the 80s and 90s yeah. was like, they had their own Eugene Levy thing <laughs> right, happening. Right. And they played the same character throughout right. everything that they were in. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the reason why I brought it up is because Stay Tuned is a great fucking it movie. Is. It's very good. And it's about a man who gets sucked right into the TV. <laughs> Which just happened to our friend in the Monster Marvel. And the whole movie is about uh, the devil trying to... It's like a, com- a commentary on cable television and Americans' addiction to cable TV. It was an episode of uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, totally. Totally. And it was like the devil made a... A, con- a car- the de- the devil made a cartoon the devil made a cable network. Salesman Mike Nabel John Ritter spends all his free time watching television. To the exasperation of his wife Helen Pandover, one day TV salesman Spike Jeffrey Jones convinces Roy to buy a satellite dish offering 666 channels, Whoa. the new addition to Roy's home entertainment system, sucks him and Helen into Hellvision, a realm run by Spike, who is an emissary of Satan. For 24 hours, the couple must survive devilish parodies of TV programs if they want to return to reality alive. <laughs> Dude, that's such a cool premise. That's cool as it's fuck. It's so cool. Dude, if I'm an executive, I'm like, how much do you Green need? Light. We're in the elevator yeah. right now. And how much a, do you need? <clears throat> I don't know if it was a hit. Should we find out if it was a hit? It says 6 out of 10 oh, man. on Rotten Tomatoes. But that's just <laughs> angry as fuck internet people. Oh, right? yeah. Internet. It's got three out of five stars on IMDb with a rating of 6.2 out of 10. Um, maybe it's only because it's when mm. I first started consuming media. Right. But I do think that the 90s, the 80s and 90s was a good time for like seemingly original ideas. Oh, yeah. Like the golden age of. Yeah, dude. Like Beetlejuice and fucking Pee Wee. Like Pee Wee's yeah. about a man child who lost his bike. <laughs> They made a whole f- dude. That's the movie. That's the whole movie. <laughs> and he wears the same suit every day. Now it's like, and then he gave it to Borat. They're remaking, <laughs> <laughs> which was my favorite show as a kid. But I don't need to see a movie of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can see the graphic. <laughs> It just, it's a black screen and the music's just like, (laughs) (laughs) and then the title just pops up on the screen (laughs) and it kind of bounces a little bit. Yeah. And then it comes to black. But like, you know, man. for Nickelodeon gag. (laughs) Fucking studios, man. They're just making these things that they think we want to see because we keep giving them money for things like a Jungle Cruise movie and shit. Transformers and Toys the movie. Dude, my buddy Rock Johnson seems really excited about uh Jungle Dude, Cruise. He's I mean that man deserves every penny he's made. Dude, his his body is Yeah, I mean different. he's yeah, oh yeah. There's no one that didn't moonlight as a god in Greco-Roman times. <laughs> right. Who looks like that? We're seeing like a real like Olympian. What if he was life? like I'm I'm like a I'm like a god reincarnated. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. What's the guy from God of War? What's his name? Uh, Kratos. Kratos. Yeah. He's like, like, he's like I'm Kratos. Kratos. I'm the god of war. Yeah. Ooh, and then he starts a big old war and he's evil the whole time. 
That's cool. Let's write that. Movie. It would be cooler if he was good. I would feel better about it if. But he imagine was good. The Rock playing like a fucking like all time villain. Like it's oh, like yeah. It's like the it's like the movie is about. It takes place in real life, and it's just about like one day The Rock announces on live television that he was the God of War. And it's too late. He has to start the like end of the world. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. He He's like, I a... wanted to just make movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> the time is up. And then this big hellish like Greek fucking God of War type movie movie starts happening. Yeah. And like then, 2012 happens. Yeah. And the yeah. world is just like getting destroyed. And then all of a sudden these like other gods come and it's like, you know, who would who would it be? It'd be like just the other wrestlers. Other wrestlers, yeah, totally. It would be like Goldberg uh, is one. Yeah, who's the who's the one uh, that everyone loves right now? That's in movies also. He was in the Suicide Squad. John Cena. John Cena, like he would come out and be like Zeus or something. Yeah, and be uh-huh. like, uh, uh-uh, dude. And then there's this big like battle and shit. And, and then this whole the thing is just a uh, a viral clip for SummerSlam right. 2033. Right. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. You watch that? Yeah. Yes, I would. For at least a little, until I fell asleep, I would watch that. (laughs) All right, let's get to these ads, huh? Okay. And then we'll talk more about Stay Tuned. (laughs) Man, that was a great, I would love to see that again. I wonder if that's on anything. Dude, I just California Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) We got an RSS feed from the local news. (laughs) Sorry. We just sometimes we get interference. Um It's not really available anywhere. We can really? make a, Yeah, we can make a screening happen. Dude, what if we watched it in a movie theater? Uh, my brother in law just texted me. Yeah. And he must be listening to last week's show. Yeah. He goes, Dude, Steve's mom. I'm dying. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? Yes. She- I just wrote back she's perfect. She said, please no more sex questions on the podcast. <laughs> she's so sweet. Let's never do that to her again. I know. She's so sweet. Like, she's just, she says the same thing anytime I post, like, a butt picture or something on the internet, too. She'll be like, Miho, please stop showing your please, butt. Please, that's your butt. Come on, Miho. Come on. Leave some things to the imagination, I guess. I Amen. Know. All right, guys. Let's talk about these wonderful sponsors. Shout out to HeadGum. Shout out to all these upcoming sponsors here. Blargy. Thursdays at six. <laughs> After <laughs> guys, let's talk about Squarespace. 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 Now here's the deal. You want to build a website? You want to claim a domain, some kind of cool .com that is uniquely yours? You want to sell something online? You want to market some kind of brand? You know, maybe you're like setting up shop at some local farmers market, and you want everybody to know what your stuff is. You can make that and more with Squarespace. And you can check out them analytics right on your phone. You can gain powerful insights into how your site visitor visit how you how about how they visit your site, how they interact with your content, in-depth website analytics tools, very good stuff. And let's talk about the award-winning design. You don't know how to make a website? That's okay. Squarespace makes it so easy. We got templates. Yes. We, and they're beautiful. They there's beautiful. powerful e-commerce tools. And there's 24-7 customer support. Which you got means, a problem at midnight? Exactly. Not a problem. Not a problem. You like wake up in the middle of the night because you're like, oh man, I just launched all this stuff on my site. I'm super stoked about it. But like something went wrong. Maybe you misspelled something and you're like, you're trying to figure it out and you can't do it. And you're, you're, maybe your internet connection's doing weird stuff. 
Just call Squarespace. Call Squarespace. See if they can help you out. And nine times nine ten, they probably can. Probably nine out of legally we can't really say, but I'm sure they will help you because they it is award winning customer support. And you don't win awards by not helping people. You know what I mean? There's no award for not helping. So guys, why don't you check out Squarespace, huh? Because that'd be cool. And here's the deal. You go to squarespace.com slash banter. You get that free trial when you're ready to launch. You use that offer code banter. And you save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Guys, how does that sound? That sounds really nice. I think it sounds nice. So why don't you check it out? Go to squarespace.com slash banter. Use that offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. Who's gonna motherfucking touch this guy? a delicious alternative to those nasty for you sugary sweet cereals that you remember of yore but magic spoon takes those concepts and brings them into this new world where we're more careful about what we put into our bodies we care a little bit more about what goes in and what comes out as a result better stuff and as a result better stuff happens on the inside of you and I'll tell you what, Magic Spoon is right there in the forefront of giving you things that you want to enjoy because you like the simple things in life, but it ain't gonna destroy your internals. That's right, because everybody's, maybe we're trying to eat better, maybe we're trying to cut down on carbs or sugar or on unhealthy foods, whatever. Here's the deal. Magic Spoon satisfies those wants for a sugary kind of treat, but we got zero grams of sugar. There's 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Sometimes you want to indulge, man. You don't want the guilt that comes after. That's all I'm saying. And it's only 140 calories a serving, which is crazy. It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free and low carb. And you can build your own box or get a variety pack with available flavors like coco, fruity, Frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. Come to the Martin Truck and see cinnamon! 
Magic Spoon is bringing back two super popular flavors, by the way, guys. Cookies and cream and maple waffle. That's the yeah, one! That's nice. Maple, maple waffle. waffle. Oh, Maple wow. waffle is nice. Is nice. Woo! <laughs> you lucky duck. <laughs> and when those flavors were first introduced for a limited time, did you guys know that they sold out extremely quickly? So here's the deal. Jump on in, build your box, your build your variety pack, throw in that cookies and cream and maple waffle if you got it, if you can, before they're gone. Go to magicspoon.com slash banter to create the your wonderful variety pack or try out the cereal today. And be sure to use our promo code banter at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they're gonna refund your money, no questions asked. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com banter and use that code banter to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon. Thank you, Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. <laughs> Guys, StockX! StockX. What is StockX, Mike? I'll tell you what it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, bud. It's a live marketplace for authentic products of current culture focused on large and growing online market for sneakers, apparel, electronics, accessories, and collectibles. Legit, exactly what I was going to say. It's right up our alley. Mike and I were like, what is StockX? Oh, yeah, this is the kind of thing we would use for sure. Uh-huh. And that's what we do on this show Just for Just a bunch of sake. stuff we have. Why not check out the value of it on a place like StockX? And why the heck not? And StockX's powerful marketplace connects buyers and sellers of high-demand consumer goods from around the world using dynamic pricing mechanics. Our favorite pricing mechanics. Pricing mechanics. This approach gives buyers and sellers unparalleled access and market visibility powered by real-time data that enables StockX customers to determine and transact based on fair market value. Nice. You want to talk about the kind of brands that you can find on this dang thing? Okay, let's see that now. We're talking Jordans. Jordans, I We're know We're talking them. Adidas. I know them, too. What about Nike? Yeah. Heard of Supreme? Uh-huh. What about Bape? Yes. That's that bathing ape? Yes. What about Off-White? Yeah, I've heard of it. Never heard of this one, but Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Gucky. <laughs> you ever... My favorite character on... Bah! Remember Gucky? <laughs> I always thought his name was Yucky. No, no. Yucky from Baja. And we're talking electronics from leading manufacturers like Sony, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Apple. So here's the deal, guys. It's a live marketplace for what's now and next. You want to check this thing out? How about you want to see the latest and greatest? Maybe you got some stuff you want to sell. Maybe you got some stuff you want to buy. All you got to do is download the app or sign up online to start buying and selling in a few easy clicks. Use the code HISTORYHEAT for free shipping on your first purchase on any order of $240 or more. That's code HISTORYHEAT at StockX.com. So why don't you check it out? Check it out! Check it out! Why don't you check it out at StockX.com? Use that code HISTORYHEAT! Free shipping on any order of $240 or more. Check it out. It's three heat! <laughs> Welcome back. <sighs>
Welcome back. The show will get much more normal. <laughs> um, Mike, yeah. we got to talk about this wrestling show we were both at. Okay. A while back. Did we already talk about that? I don't think so. I think we did. Did we? Yeah. We talked about the French toast or the, the Pop-Tart guy and Pop-Tart stuff? Pop-Tart guy. We talked about this? I'm almost positive. Damn, my brain is broke. Why wouldn't we have talked about that the first week? I don't know. I mean, we have a lot to talk about sometimes and we go on tangents and we forget. Is there specifically something you wanted to say? Well, I I guess... um, We went to an independent wrestling show. We went to an independent wrestling and show. And it was kind of a... Um, it was like a like performance art almost. It was like a parody of a wrestling show, yeah, where everything was super over the top and goofy, even more so than a regular wrestling. Time. But it wasn't like making fun of wrestling. It was like um, no, it's just a parody. It was a parody in a comedy show. But but they were like people that you could tell love wrestling yeah, probably uh-huh. and like really care about it and yeah. want to create their own like wwe or something yeah. but it's like bonkers shit like mm-hmm. a pop tart and like yes. um man i wish i knew there's so many clever ones like there's ones where their names are like a play on words and then and then also like a double entendre and then like all this like other shit yeah and really really bonkers shit but i was like enchanted by it and i really loved it and yeah, i want to go like nice. every damn time now i think it's what is once a month yeah there's one happening at the end of this month we should give a shout out to what they are yeah so let's do it let's them. shout them out the exact wrestling federation um, wrestling pro wrestling they're called WPW yes that's it and uh, I think they have shows once a month in Southern California and Southern California there was always a guy who said ooh wee you Summer Squash 2 is their next one out of our gourds so that's the kind of thing you could expect. And that's August yeah. 27th at eight o'clock at the Moose uh, Lounge. The guy who that played Bob Ross or who was it? It was uh, David Arquette. David Arquette was Bob uh, Ross. Rob Boss. <laughs> and he and painted a tree, yep. an angry little tree. Yeah. And he controlled that <laughs> tree with a magical life. brush and made it wrestle somebody else. And yeah, so and he's wrestling it with his brush. Brooms. Yeah, he's like yeah. sitting on the turnbuckle making right. it wrestle like a wand, a like giant a magic wand. Tree. Yeah. <laughs> and that was uh just incredibly Bombers. enjoyable. Loved it. Yeah. Cause they're great, you know, they're good at what they do. I mean, they're really fucking throwing each other around and shit. Really they're, throwing each other around in there. They're throwing each other around in there. <laughs> Don't make me go up there. You go outside Sounds like to you're smoke a cigarette. <laughs> Those guys are really throwing it around in there. <laughs> hey, how's the wrestling show? <laughs> those guys are really throwing it around. Seems up there. like, hey, are those guys throwing it around in there <laughs> or what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that was so tight. But it was like fun because uh, you know I uh, had never seen anything like that before, and uh, I really want to do it again. And it makes me want to like. I don't know if I want to if I how much I care about like the wrestling that goes beyond that, like the uh-huh. one that's a little bit more serious than uh-huh. that. But if I could like make my way there with more like weird stuff, yeah. I feel like I could find my way to like the cool shit. So I'm going to say some stuff. One, sometimes it's very overwhelming to get into wrestling because there's a lot and you don't know where to start. Like, do I have to go back and watch everything from 50 years ago? No. Should you watch 
scatter things to understand the way things are. Yeah. I think a lot of the hate that comes from wrestling is people look down upon people who they perceive to be watching this as like a real conflict resolution. Right. And once you understand how wrestling works, which is why places like wrestling pro wrestling are good for a casual fan to just understand the satire of like how things actually work, then you it's fun to get invested in the stuff that is presented to be real conflict resolution. Okay. Cause you're like, Oh, they're all just playing characters, but this one is like a serious. Right. 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 It's like the difference between watching, I don't know, goofy superhero something and like a suicide. Oh, sure. Uh, like, like the grittier superheroes. Suicide Squad. <laughs> suicide team. Suicide. Su- suicide guys. <laughs> suicide squad or whatever. Suicide squad. <laughs> it's like the difference between watching like, um, who is the mayor on Family Guy? Uh, oh, uh, Adam West. Adam West, yeah. Batman, and like Dark Knight. Right, Batman. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, you could still find enjoyment in Totally, home. totally. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like this is my gateway, though, I guess, a little bit. So we'll mm-hmm. see. And even Matt was like, we, we got to see if we can bring you to some, like, upgraded stuff. You yeah. Know? Watching stuff like WWE in person is like... Oh, that's got to be insane. It's crazy. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's probably like watching any other professional yeah. sport. Like soccer. I can't watch soccer worth a shit mm-hmm. on TV. But if you put me there and I'm watching the oh, guys yeah. do what they're doing, yeah. like, that's crazy. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, hockey. where are we at in the show here? Oh, hockey. Dude, I've always wanted to see hockey live. You got to go see hockey live. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go to Canada and see some real It real looks hockey. too... Well, you have a team in Los Angeles. Yeah, but uh, Canada's where I should go, though. <laughs> I need to find a pond. I want to go to where it came hockey. from. <laughs> dude uh, just watch some guys play hockey in the yeah. street it uh hockey looks too effortless on on uh tv you have to like see and watch and hear someone like skating around on ice because it sounds what insane doing. probably and watch someone get like absolutely crushed just <laughs> leveled in the air with like armor on and a big wooden stick yeah. and shit like and you could like throw hell. someone against the glass right and that's just what you do that's yeah. defense <laughs> and you could be sitting right there yeah and they'll just smash the fucking thing right in front of you yeah yeah there's weird there's cool. some sports that are like enhanced by tv like i think like football is way boring in person to me interesting but football on TV is like more interesting because you you know more about what's going on. Right, There's a thousand cameras. Basketball in in person is really impressive. Yeah, never seen. I mean, I've seen like you know high school stuff, mm-hmm. but I've never been to like no any... people who are good at basketball. Right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Dude, I never. I yeah, I never went to any like sport like professional sport sporting event. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And then I know Brett was trying to get you to go to a Dodgers game. He really game wants me to go time. to a fucking Dodgers game. Yeah. And it's fun if you just like chilling out. If your thing is chilling out, you'll love going to a baseball game. Yeah. I like to chill out until it like there are baseball games. Problem with baseball is it's a thousand games. There's 5,000 games per season for every team. <laughs> right. But when you get into like the playoffs, 
and little things mean a lot. It's crazy to see a stadium of people really invested in in something that is like important to the season or a championship Interesting. game. Okay. Like it's really fun to be a part of like, yeah, same thing with wrestling or whatever. But it's really fun to be a part of like there's 50,000 people here and we're all pretty much rooting for the same little thing for this ball to get past that man. Right, 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 right. That's, <laughs> That's all insane. you want. That's all you want. You're yeah. waiting for it. It's insane to feel a stadium rumble because a ball went into a basket. Or it's getting closer to a basket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really beautiful. Really yeah, cool I guess thing. you're right. There's, a, I mean, it's just like when you see live show, like live music or something, mm-hmm. or a li- or like a theater performance. Like yeah. there's just something better about being there. It's sure. communal. It's nice. It's like a tribal thing. That's why I, I don't really obscenities. trust anyone who's like, "Fuck sports. Sports are stupid. They don't mean anything." Like, of course they don't mean anything. Right. But well, it, nothing means it does anything. kind of give a city hope sometimes. Sure, sure. And that's more than you have ever done. I mean, it's like, you know, I used to be like, fuck sports and really hated it. But uh-huh. uh, but but because I never thought any more about it other than like right. the surface level shit. And that's pretty much everything you can ever get into. Exactly. But yeah. once you get older and you realize that there's people that you care about in your life that absolutely love sports, you're like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't, it's not about the surface level shit anymore. It's about or the journey like, or the journey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's important to not like, and I'm guilty of this all the time just because it's fun and easy, Yeah. but to not shit on anything that other people like. Yeah. Because especially now it's like, oh, listening to that or that shitty music or watching sports is the thing that keeps you sane throughout the week. So just like whatever you like. I feel like making fun of sports and people making fun of nerd shit will always be a thing, probably. Or yes, like because neither side is super creative. Right. Or just <laughs> making fun of anything. Like I think there will always be sides making fun of sides whenever uh, there's sides, right? Yes. Politically, you know, helps you form your sports, identity. Whatever. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. But for me, it's like you know, I'm, I'll always love jokes and shit. I'm a jokester uh-huh. and I love when things, when things are funny. And if you want to make fun of something I love, but it's funny, yeah. then I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, cause yeah. we got to laugh at shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like totally the same joke over and over again sucks. Yeah. And in essence, when you make fun of sports or nerd shit or whatever, you're, you're essentially making the same joke. Yes. But if you do it in a way that's different I, and I see you, yeah. And it's still and it's something I love, but it's funny, then I'm okay with it. Good joke. That's why good jokes are paramount above everything. Exactly. Because sure if you can good. if you have a sense of humor about what you like yeah. or believe in, and you could take a joke about it because you see some type of perspective in it. And right. you could like laugh at yourself, that's a special yeah. thing. And that brings people closer together. If you're going to dish it out. But it has to be good. And yes. And you have to be able to take it as exactly. well. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, how about we jump into some motherfucking history roads? <laughs> history. <laughs> dude, I watched that McCartney 321. History. It's fucking real Isn't it incredible, good. dude? Yeah, I love it. So I didn't know who that guy was. Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin. Yeah. I feel like a Ravishing dumbass. Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
He looks like Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> Rick Van Rubin. <laughs> Rick Van Rubin. Yeah. But he is just like this fucking like hippie dude who I guess is like a legendary producer. Mega producer guy, yeah. And I was unaware of that. And I feel so dumb just for not knowing. So happy to be there, sitting crisscross applesauce, oh. listening to Paul McCartney with his shoes and socks off. He's yeah. just barefoot, hanging out with Paul McCartney. Yeah. And this is when I fucking went nuts on the guitar. And that dude, I want to show that show to anyone who's ever like. The Beatles are fucking overhyped. Beatles are nothing. One billion percent. And it's like, dude, you don't even know. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, it's so easy to do shit like that. And if that's your criticism, like, oh, the Beatles just ripped off all these people. Like, go watch that show. You never will because it's not, you don't want to be proven wrong. Or it's not your bag or whatever. But yeah, but you don't want to be proven wrong. And listen to the, listen to the just the intricacies and how these four people work together and the constraints that they were under. Like they didn't record as easily as they do today because of technology. Sometimes with like most of their catalog, they record like a song in an hour Yeah, because that's the only time they can get studio and just all these crazy fucking. Yeah. The fact that none of them, or like Paul couldn't read music. No, and so he, he just, just memorized all that stuff. And, and then when he was talking to like the orchestras when they're gonna like you know do um, strings in a Beatles song or something, and he's like, uh, he wants the strings to sound a certain way. He literally just goes like, <laughs> and they have to like fucking yeah. yeah. But but the shit that he would like roll out of his brain was like gorgeous art yeah like he there's an episode where he talks about how he like dreamt the song yesterday Mm -hmm. like he dreamt it he dreamt the notes like the way it sounded yeah and he's like i woke up and i went right to the piano and i started to like play it and i was Mm -hmm. like holy shit this is like a good song yeah but in his dream he was like whoa this is a good song and he was like usually you'll wake up and you don't remember like if you hear music in your head when you're sleeping yeah or when you're dreaming and like usually you'll wake up and not remember it i had one of these the other night right and it was a theme song for a show that me and my friend were on Uh and all i did throughout the whole dream was write the theme song Uh and i Got up and I wrote lyrics, but I don't remember how they went. Wow, fuck. And then the lyrics, I looked at them again. They were basic as fuck. Right, but like in your dream, you're like, oh, this is cool. And like, yeah. but but it's just so crazy that like, you know, we can all relate to maybe a dream like that. But this motherfucker dreamed up yesterday. And then he did One of the show. greatest fucking songs of our time. Yeah. Of humanity. And it, yeah, it's really a gorgeous show. It's called McCartney 321. And it's on Hulu. I'll never even remember where I put that note. It's just gone. Might as well just kept it in the dream. You might stumble upon it some at some point and be like, oh, that's fun. That's the other thing. They talk a lot about how like if you had a song idea, you had to like write it. You had to find paper or like, you know, like uh, sometimes there was no pen. So, <laughs> so we had to use our own blood or mucus. <laughs> Papai, we had to smash a tree and crush it into paper and bleed on it. And that's how we got. Try to see it my way. Squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> this, uh, this history road comes from Sean McNeely. He says, Lee Blank is my favorite blank. I love these. He says, hey, boys, my name is Sean. And I've got quite the blank is my favorite blank for you guys. Squeeze, 
set the scene me and my friends were playing dungeons and dragons and someone came across some magical beans hoping to learn something about them the dm was describing them and somehow the phrase dry beans was said instantly i said dry beans is my favorite mario kart character (laughs) and not a single chuckle was heard hey we're kind of playing a game right now if you could not (laughs) Hey, this is kind of like serious. <laughs> so pick your character. <laughs> I'm sorry, DM, like you were saying. And not a single chuckle was heard. <laughs> Imagine if he just if he just kind of gathered up his things. And, and it's like, just like, yep. I just got I guess we're okay. Jingle <laughs> <laughs> the keys. Okie dokie. <laughs> oh, thanks for <laughs> slapping the sides. <laughs> <laughs> slapping the sides. Okay, call an Uber. Didn't drive. Drove with Mary. We <laughs> got away from Mary again. We sat there for a few seconds in silence until we moved on. Needless to say, my disappointment was immeasurable. <laughs> Those aren't good friends, man. I hope you guys get a laugh out of this, like I did. Have a good one, fuckers. Sean. Fuck, man. That's so funny. We got another blank is my favorite blank. We're getting we're getting quite a few of these, Robert. Game with Mary. Game with Mary. <laughs> Game with Mary. <laughs> Mary's, like, <laughs> Fucking Mary. Mary's your bag in my car. Okay. No one's even looking at <laughs> He's just uh, sitting around stuffed animals. <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> away from the table. Game with Mary. Robert says a history road. I think I did the joke right. Hey, Mark and Jeeves, I wanted to write in next and tell email. you about. Here we go. We're going to a next one. This next one is from Ravy. Put some respect on it. Um, we've got a we've got a Ravy sends an email saying. No, go back and read that. <laughs> <laughs> Robert says, "You know what you did, though." I wanted to write in and tell you about that time that I used the blank as my favorite blank joke against my own family. For some time, my mother and father had been carefully planning how to arrange the flower garden in their backyard. That's nice old person activity. They listed. They started listing off the names of flowers: daisies, poppies, mullen, dusty millers, and I quickly <laughs> snapped to attention. And yelled to, at my father, Dusty Miller's is my favorite oddly racist sitcom from the 70s. Hmm. A lot of places you could have gone with that. Indeed. The joke proceeded to get no laughter huh. from either of my parents while I laughed hysterically for about 30 seconds at my own stupid joke. You're probably looking into that. <laughs> from the two-horn honk born boy toy. Rob. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. P.S. I've been recovering for the last couple months from a kidney transplant. I appreciate a call to help get my spirits up. Absolutely not. I'll break down my medications I'm having to take. I hope you get well soon, Robert. (laughs) My name is Mike. His name is Steve. (laughs) Robert. Cassandra sends an email. Michael. Disneyland vomit and poop cleaner is what the subject of this email is. Love it. Can't wait. (laughs) 
Love. I hope we get more reports from this person. Big fan. Hey, Mike and Steve. My name is Cass. <clears throat> I've been a fan of you both since the source fed in Cloverfield's days. Thank you both for all the laughs over the years. Your podcast <laughs> helps my mental health tremendously. That's great. Since the sh- <laughs> since the shitting and puking stories at Disney keep coming in, I thought I would share a few of my stories as a former Disney cast member. Please do. In my early 20s, I was a Disney college intern. When I applied for the internship, I imagined steering the Jungle Cruise boat or working at the shops on Main Street. Is Disney college a thing? Yeah, it's where you learn to be like a Disney cast member, basically. Um, But Disney had other plans for me. Custodial. Oh boy, how bad were you in college, dude? (laughs) Hey, you know what you Disney College, yeah. If you went to Disney College, yeah, to learn how to work at Disney, we're just you not got, fun. We just, yeah. What happened? Bad imagination. Yeah, tell us. Okay, now this is a mouse. No, it's not. That's a guy in a no, suit. No, that's Mickey Mouse. No, that's mouse. That's no, that's mouse. Greg in a Mickey Mouse suit. <laughs> no, you're not really getting it. Yeah, but that's my friend Greg. Yes, but it's a giant mouse, and he makes all the okay, dreams but... of the children come true. Okay, question. Yes. Is my friend Greg in there? <laughs> like, is Okay, he? so he's in there, but okay, in so our imagination... Remember we talked about our imaginations? Yeah, yeah. In our imaginations. Yeah. Imagine making a child's dream come true, and, it, and he's Mickey Mouse. My friend mouse. Greg is not going to do that. Okay, you can clean up <laughs> shit for the rest of your life. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I did. I like being here, but <laughs> that's Greg for sure. <laughs> Looking back, Soren over California seems to stick out to me as one of the dirtiest. Can I do one? Yeah. Soren over California is my favorite red hot chili pepper. Got that to fat and like an eagle over the golden gate, my people. Over California. <laughs> uh, guests were constantly pooping, peeing, and vomiting on and around the ride. <laughs> Something to keep in mind. One time, the ride was shut down for a day because diarrhea had dripped from a guest seat while the ride was in motion, nah. and it dripped all over the room, ride and guests. Nah. Nope. Nope. Another time, a teen girl was nonstop projectile vomiting while her mom just kept telling me, yelling to me, she'll be fine. She's been doing this the past few days. <laughs> Dude, go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, uh, we should have gone to the park. We're trying to get a demon out of Rebecca. <laughs> but, you know, we couldn't just, we had this vacation planned for months. We had the fast pass. <laughs> We couldn't miss the fast pass. You better say <laughs> Another time. Oh, uh, I would also frequently find used tampons flung in the bushes and plants. Hey, dude. Have, have. What decency. is that? Human decency. What is that? I understand like a, a, a whatever. Mis- a, it's it's a gross misunderstanding let's see, of let's the world. Do the benefit of the doubt and say that everyone mentioned here was in some kind of emergency situation. Let's hope. But tampons in the bushes is never an emergency. 
toxic shock your boyfriend's gonna see that you fucking have a tampon yeah, on i can't get fingered on in the in magical the, mystery house yeah mountain goofy's, <laughs> goofy's fucking house can't get jacked off at goofy's house <laughs> i can't get jacked off in goofy's fucking house <laughs> What is this world coming to? Look at how long the line is for Goofy's fucking house. Okay, so check this. <laughs> Welcome to my fucking house. If you want to drink, oh, off there's the blazes in the back, yuck. <laughs> Goofy's the support, the positive sexual. Anyone who's here to finger their girlfriend, <laughs> form a line to the left. Yuck. <laughs> Whoops, I'm about to fall down the stairs. That's the ride. Come on back if you want to finger your girl. <laughs> That's an actual clip from Goofy's Goof House. I wonder when the camera goes off in that ride. I have so many more Disney stories, including the time <laughs> my lead. <laughs> what, a stupid, what a stupid scenario. It's a... <laughs> Goofy's fucking <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Sorry. Uh, I have many more Disney stories. Please In- keep them coming, dude. You want your own segment on this? I show? know, right? Including the time my lead trained me on how to use the body bag stored in the custodial tents backstage. Okay, so if anyone's looking, for- <laughs> if you want to hear more stories, you can reach me. At, and there's a phone number. Uh, but definitely just send us some emails, huh? How about that, Cass? Tell us about uh, what You're not happened. Curious to call that person? <laughs> no. You want to call that person? I think if, if there's anyone worthy of a call, it's somebody with stories like that. I would say give her a call. See if we can get one quick story out of her. Would that be fun? Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? It's been a while since we've done one of these. It's been a while <laughs> since our crew. Um, what is it again? I always forget. Star 62 or something? Uh, Star 76 is the busy forget. signal fix. How do you block? Star 67? That's it. I Does that even it. work anymore, you think? Yeah. Does it anyone... comes in as a no caller or a caller ID or no caller oh. ID or whatever. Star 67. Star uh, somebody's ring back tone is uh, don't bring back the piss. <laughs> and I couldn't tell who it was. All right, let's see. Did you have a lot of friends with ring back tones? What's that? Ring back tones. It's like when you were calling your friend, it would play the killers instead of fucking. Oh yeah. Ringtone. Yeah. Kind of. You did nice like idea. set that up with your phone company or something. Yeah, Doctor T Mobile. What's her name again? Cass. Hi, Cass. Hello. Hello, is this Cass? <laughs> it is. Oh my god. Cass, did you send this? Did you send us a history road three hours ago? <laughs> Yes, I did. I cannot believe this. this my, Mike... my whole world is like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Do you have time to talk? Do you have time to I... talk with us? Mike, yes, it's Mike and Steve, and you're on Dynamic yes, yes, Banter. Excuse me, I'm talking right now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a quick question for you, Cass. 
Yes. What is wrong with your imagination that they would sentence you to the custodial arts for your... I don't know. I, I think I'm really nice. I was a huge Disney fan, so I was just like, I I would love to go to Disney. Like, oh, I just so go. you they were like, we could easily put her where uh, most people would not want to be put oh, yeah. because she's just being oh, yeah. a kind person. But you didn't like yeah. fail out of yeah. Disney College. You didn't fail oh, out of yeah. your classes in Disney College. <laughs> no, no, I did not. Okay. But yeah. I didn't even know I had that job. They have you move in. And then you start working there, and they're like, okay, here you go. So my roommates were, like, one of them was um, working as a skipper, another one was doing retail, another one was a photographer, and then I got custodial. And initially, <laughs> I was super depressed, but then I ended up loving it. It was a super disgusting job, but I lost a bunch of weight. I had, um, sorry, I'm super nervous. I can't believe it's happening. No, don't. I mean, there's <laughs> literally I nothing to be. <laughs> It was a disgusting job, but I loved it. Man, I can't believe they didn't tell you what you were doing until after you moved in. But that's the thing. It's an excitement. Everyone's, mostly everyone's in their early 20s, and we're in college, and we're, you know, in LA, or I guess Anaheim, and we're close to LA, and most of us are not from the city. I'm from a very small town. Um, I grew up with an alien gas station. We had no grocery store until I was in my late teens. I mean, I am not from a big city, so this was very exciting for me. So you were just happy to get the job. You were just happy to get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, hit us with some stories. Give us, give us one of your, give us, cause I mean, your, your, your poop and your vomit story was quite interesting. Yes. So I was around so much poop and vomit. I mean, every time I'm with my son, my, um, my son. What's your son's Um, name? My son's name is Trey. Hi, Trey. Hi. Hey, Trey. What's up, guys? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would just constantly see people vomit. I mean, it was just every day people are throwing up. I I would just hear all these crazy stories like, hey, we got to go clean the car's ride again. Someone shit all over it. Smeared, <laughs> smeared poop all over the place. Or there was always hair all over the rocks in Cars Land. So one day I was just kicking Why? 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 In hair? the throw Yes, I guess because they wash down the rice and because there's so much cement everywhere, it just all accumulates in the rocks. Wow. And so for one day, I was just picking hair and I would come home a gross mess. But then my roommates would be like, I just helped with the make a wish. <laughs> I just took photos of this couple. So they had a much more magical experience. <laughs> yeah, but I ended up loving the job. I had a great time. It really taught me about how important the job was and i wanted to make sure the park looked great i had all the insider like tips and tricks about rides i got to go to disney world for free i got to take my parents and and i think that was just like such a great experience and for my son to (laughs) hear these stories and for me to tell him like yeah and you could you can take a breath, a deep breath. <laughs> you can take a deep breath. I'm like bouncing my son and talking to you guys. I can't believe this. No, that's just okay. a busy I was, real person. I was gonna say that you first of all, thank you for your service what? because and what a beautiful 
uh, outlook on that. Absolutely. Job. Because it's like, I love that you're like, I'm from a small town and I love Disney and I got to be a part of the whole, part of the magic, you know, mm-hmm. for, as if you, if you will. And, uh, but like, I think it's, um, important to note that like, you know, when you pay the astronomical (laughs) cost that it costs to get into Disneyland, the -hmm. last thing you want to see is poop and tampons and vomit everywhere. (laughs) And for people like you to be on it so fast and to take care of it when nobody else really wants to is truly a admirable thing. I, I, I think that's a wonderful job. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not the funnest job, not the most glamorous, yes. no, but yeah. it's so, I, I want you to know that I respect you for doing that kind of work. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was hoping to see you because this was around, I think 2013, between 2013 and 2015. And I went and quite I, a bit. Yes. And you never went when I was there and I was there all the time. And I was like, well, maybe I can see him when I'm doing trash one day. Oh, all you had to do was shit on Splash Mountain. Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was tell me that there was poop somewhere and I would have been there. Right? Yeah, I, even though you're not allowed to really probably announce that. You're you guys not- have all those special codes and yeah, shit for poop. for vomit. Yeah, we had all those codes. Did you have, was there a code C? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> all right, Cass, listen. Thank you for your wonderful history road and thank you for letting us bother you while you juggle a child on your... No on your worries. leg there um will you, you send us awesome. thank you uh will you send us more uh stories oh, yeah, as you absolutely. remember them yes and i have tons of photos for my time with the internship so i can totally share some stuff i want the incriminating one you got a picture of brer rabbit with his pants off <laughs> <laughs> no but i will look just in case just in case you labeled it just take a look maybe take a peek maybe there's something in the back all right trey listen to your mom all right, and also, uh, Cass, send us, an, uh, send us a history road about the body bags. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. All Absolutely. Right. All right, my friend. Well, it was great talking to you. Thank you for the history you road. Too. Love you guys. Bye, Bye Cass. Love Thank you, Cass. You. Bye. Wow, what that was a, sweet. What an adorable person. Absolutely. Yeah. What a good time. God bless Ryan, Cass. cut that whole thing out. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the guy who was silly with our names. <laughs> All right, where are we at? All right, let's say goodbye then. That was wonderful, man. What a show. I uh, I really enjoyed that one. There's at least two clippable moments in that show. And, uh, ah, and I loved, hang what? Were you not recording? No, the there's time? one more that's like real good. I think we should do one more history road. Well, I need to go to the bathroom. So will you buy me a minute? Absolutely. We'll can, buy you, can you buy me a minute by journey? Can I tell you what this, what it's called though? Jordan sends an email saying the biggest turd on church camp's floor. <laughs> and that's what we love. We love to hear it. <laughs> Hi, milk and steam. That one's funny. Don't let Mike hear it. <laughs> My name's Jordan and I'm a six. Horn hunk, baby, backup, baby's backup boy from Washington State. Six? What makes you a six horn hunk? What do do you think makes you a six horn hunk, boy? You can't just declare yourself that. This is bullshit. Quick shout out to Redacted. That's really funny. I want to tell you guys about the time I saw the most massive shit on the floor of a semi-public restroom at the tender and delicate age of 12-year-olds.
So I went to church camp in the summer of 2010, and I had some of the most shocking experiences of my short life there. For context, this camp had great food because all the people who cooked there were aunties and grandmamas from the South. God bless. You kidding me? That must have been the best fucking food. Ooh. <laughs> Gimme. Gimme yeah! This guy would have the best food at this church camp, Mike, because all the people who cooked were the aunties and grandmamas from the South. Milk and so steam, he said. Milk and steam. Milk and steam? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right? Nice. Yeah, I love yeah, that. That's no, I like it. So one summer afternoon, I walk over to the boys' room to drop a hot one. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> and uh, as I opened the door, I was hit by the scent of hot decay and sin. Uh-oh. It's a bathroom, I thought. Of course it smells like poop. But then, I saw it. Staring me in the face in the absolute middle of the floor was quite literally the biggest shit I've ever seen. Easily the size of a baby's torso. Now that's only on purpose, right? In the middle of the floor in the bathroom? (laughs) I guess, I mean... You're surrounded by toilets. Somebody had decided to shit in the dead center of an empty restroom and run off, presumably without wiping. Oh, I was terrified, not only from the size and the audacity of the dung, but for the, (laughs) but for fear that the counselors would think it was me who'd shat. (laughs) Got to do it live feed. So like any reasonable preteen would do, I ran as fast as I could. In hindsight, this probably made me look more guilty, but if anyone suspected me, I never knew. If you're the person who shit on the floor at Miss Angie's <laughs> church camp, fuck you. Thank you for reading my recollection, Speedway. <laughs> nice. Oh I hope this episode has been a good one. Much love and many thanks, Jordan. It's like, I don't want my good history wrote on a, on a subpar episode. No, no, no. Cut it out <laughs> if it's on a bad one. All right. Well, anyway. Thank you for that history road. Um, and thank you to everyone who sent in a history road. We'll get to your guys's at some point. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, or we'll try our best at dynamic banter at gmail.com. And of course, as always, if you want that merch, that sweet, sweet merch from the DB boys and Byron McCoy, you can go to, uh, what is it? Dynamic banter. <laughs> dot dot clothing. clothing. That's right. There's also, if you get, ever get the hankering for wanting to see us live, our unreleased Nashville show. The video of our unreleased Nashville show is there. I always forget about that. Sweatpants are sold out, but, but, but I've been getting an overwhelming response. Thank you for everybody who reached out. So it looks like we'll be reprinting them in the fall. Yeah. And thank you for enjoying those. And get your damn pants on. You know what I mean? Get them on. It's dynamic banter. Get your damn pants on. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Steve. Yes. October's coming up. Yeah. Which means we could do our yearly Halloween drop. So start thinking about that. Yeah. I already got a couple ideas. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, I had a good time on the show today. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you, Cass. Dude, let's do an exorcist shirt where like, um, so Byron did a shirt that says the introvert and it looks like the exorcist. <laughs> and it's just the poster. Do you remember the exorcist poster? It's just like, 
the the priest at the bottom of like uh, like there's a big house and uh-huh. there's a staircase that goes to the house and the priest is just down on the bottom and there's like a street lamp illuminating him and it just says the exorcist like, okay. there's nothing really other spooky other than the ominous kind of house but what if we did um the sleep paralysis demon Oh, and it's dude. like it, right? And it's like a uh, uh, fucking Cecil down at the bottom, and yeah. it's like he's coming to like haunt the DB boys. This something. one, that's it. Yeah, yeah. but okay. it's like the sleep paralysis demon. Yes, the <laughs> yeah. Cecilist. The Cecilist. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, something like that. Anyway, that's great. Uh, you got any other plugs, Mike? Um, playing a lot in LA, so always be on the lookout. Um, I put all my LA dates usually in the stories of my Instagram. So that's just at Mike Falzone. And I'm going to St. Louis Abisbo, I think the 23rd or 24th of this month. Um, dude, <laughs> fucking the surrounded uh, Friends and Friends crowd work show is coming back to the Improv Lab on the 10th of next month, which is a Friday. And tickets are available, I think, at HollywoodImprov.com. And I'll put them on my website. Oh, they are also available at MikeFalzone.com. I got a Lightroom preset pack if you're a photographer. Thank you so much. And that's all we'll give you because... Um, it ends up being a lot, but uh, still working on final touches on the zine. First DB zine. And, and from what we've seen of the zine, it's looking mighty pristine. pristine. <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the dang program. We love you. We care about you. Thank you to HeadGum and the sponsors. My favorite band. <laughs> HeadGum and the sponsors. <laughs> the peace. <laughs> And uh, we'll catch you next time on DB. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>